0: Daryl Morey, like... Yeah, I don't know why I said it that way. Daryl That's a Daryl When your boss
1: is a dick and he prayed all your picks, Daryl Sorry. <laughs>
0: to be fair, fair Daryl traded those picks. That was not... Yeah, he good. traded all those a picks. A beautiful, <laughs> beautiful song,
1: nonetheless. And he traded all the picks. A beautiful song,
0: nonetheless.
2: When your um, boss is a prick and he some sucks on Trump's dicks, that's Daryl Morey. Morey. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Hey, beautiful. Yeah. I thought of something oh, before yeah. to say like at the beginning of this and i don't remember what it was so.
1: oh perfect welcome inspired love it love welcome it to the nba
0: nightly talk I, I think i may have gotten us a new subscriber nice uh, welcome we matched, new subscriber. we matched on hinge i don't think we'll ever see each other in person but she might listen so that's tight hello <laughs> welcome <laughs> I was like, look, if the worst that comes from this is that we uh, we get a new subscriber, honestly, I'll probably take that over meeting in
2: oh. person. Win. Jay, I've been meaning to thank you for lending me oh, the yeast really? to your uh, Ferrari, so I could save, so so you could save those children from that burning <laughs> building. Very good. And also Very help good. those hundred orphans get adopted. What a guy you uh, are, man!
1: You know, all, and it was all, all <laughs> I was doing today. by using your school bus, Ted, uh, because you uh, on the weekends are a traveling folk band correct yeah very lovely you usually um, open up for Mumford and Sons <laughs> oh Jesus we're we'll off to a great start here <laughs> love this I mean story. I love it but I don't know if anyone else does you did know, you guys know that there was a uh, a story that broke that the Toronto Raptors would have to play in Louisville next year dude, on a kind what, of coronavirus the, the Blue Jays but, are on the same shit but no it also says not here that there's there's absolutely no truth to that they're like we'll probably be fine I know
0: the Blue Jays had to play in, like, Buffalo or some shit because Canada was like, nah, we ain't playing no games here. No, no. Yeah. I think it's
1: because uh, I think it's because the NBA is like, no, no, no. no." By the time we are ready to go, we'll, things will be a little bit looser. I think that's what they're thinking. But there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. So there's a chance they might play in Louisville. Louisville. I also saw a funny thing that I'm sure is not true uh, of uh, a trade between the Nuggets and the Bulls. Zach Levine, and I think it was a 2021 first round pick, and then one other pick, or no, two other picks or something like that, and an expiring contract for um, Michael Porter Jr. and Gary Harris. And I was like, that's not happening.
0: No, they better send picks on that shit. No way hell. No oh, fucking way, man. We got a borderline all-star for those. Chabronis. no thank you yeah sir. no thank it was you.
1: like it was like picks i think there was a pick included in as well with those two yeah there has to be but um, it was like the future instead of zach levine
0: anywho we don't really have a lot of time for banter today we gotta get we got shit coming out we got we got a deadline we gotta we gotta we gotta mark and we gotta hit it so welcome back y'all this is nba the podcast try to talk about nba shit mostly we just talk a lot of shit um like about uh tad and uh my Ferrari and school buses and orphan children. Um, I am your host, Jake Kieles, aka Daryl. Can I have some Mori? Mori? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Yeah, I mixed I mixed I mixed them. That was bad. Uh anywho, my brother from the West Coast,
1: introduce yourself, sir. Hi, I'm Nikki Kielas, aka Greg Pushpopovich. Ooh, love that.
0: Uh, and my brother with Les Melanin. Introduce
2: yourself, sir. What up? It's Tad, a.k.a. Marco the Pirate Yarrick. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice.
0: Um, welcome back, y'all. We've got another episode of NBA, the offseason edition. Um, we will be starting season four as soon as the draft hits. That's how these seasons have always gone. But we are currently still on season three, the longest season of NBA thus far. Uh, we have so many episodes this season um thanks to the beauty this just you know the the pandemic the pandemic just gave us gave us opportunities to create more content we almost made it back to the 2019 2020 season um in yeah. any case the first major story of the off season uh is daryl Morey, uh stepping down as president of basketball operations head of basketball operations I'm not exactly sure what his official title is the uh Uh, the basketball guru that he was in Houston, um, becoming a free agent. Now, I did not realize this until this morning. Shout out to Zach Lowe for uh, putting out a great podcast on this very subject. But Daryl Morey signed a five-year extension in, are you ready, 2019. So he's going to be just fine for at least a couple years. Uh, The Rockets will be paying him or at least a portion of his salary uh, until what 2014. 24 so um when you guys heard the news and tad we'll start with you reactions to the daryl Mori uh stepping down resignation whatever you want to refer to it as
2: i just i really don't understand like i mean are they just trying to save money like are they just gonna blow it all up like look, I mean nobody's going to sit here and tell you that Daryl Morey's been a perfect GM cuz he just simply, I mean he he hasn't been perfect, but he's been pretty fucking good. I mean, he turned the Rockets into like I I have a a reticence to say legitimate title contender, but like pretty fucking close. Dude, the Rockets are better now than they have been at, at any time since the mid nineties. I mean, yeah. Shout out Mac and Yao Ming, but like neither of them could ever stay healthy. Those teams weren't that good. And, and Daryl, like, I mean, they were good, but they weren't great. And like Daryl Morey put this, this team and, and this franchise, frankly, into a, a position to succeed for championships, it just seems head scratching to me. I don't think Daryl Morey left of his own accord. I, I think we can probably all agree with that. It was probably one of those like, "Hey, look, we're going to go a different direction." And
0: technical difficulties, wires getting pulled out. The NBA experience. Dan. This
2: is what that's you, on me.
0: This is what you don't pay for. Um, Tad, you were saying.
2: Uh yeah, so I mean, like, like he had to have been forced out is is what I like the. I mean, all reports are. You know what? No, 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 no. You don't get to fucking cut me off now. I had a whole thing that I said after that before Nikki fucking pointed out that the recording wasn't working. Go ahead, go ahead. I I feel like this is one of those like, hey, we're going a different direction. Um, you know, we don't. We basically just are like kind of changing things that we're doing. It could either be a, that they're blowing it up or, or B that they're just like, Hey, you know what? We got to figure something else out. Um, you know, they, they kind of zigged when everybody else zagged with this whole small ball lineup, uh, sort of thing. And like, to some degree they probably were just like, Hey man, like, you know, y- you can, you can step down. I cannot see Daryl Morey leaving, not after he's put all these pieces in place and seen them like, um, get this close to contending, uh, or, or to, to potentially winning a championship. Um, at the same time, you know, D'Antoni's gone. Um, with D'Antoni leaving, you know, they might have just decided that, hey, you know, uh, we want to bring in uh, like a whole new regime to, to change up, you know, what we're doing. So we don't want, you know, you, Daryl Morey, to conduct the head coaching hire. We just want to completely overhaul things. So, I mean, it, it could be that they're not blowing things up. It could be that they're still planning to contend and, and sign some good players and, and, you know, keep doing what they're doing, but... I, I don't know. I just feel like, look, there's so many fucking bad GMs and bad GMs that continually get jobs. Um, like I think of like I don't think Rod Thorne currently works for anybody, but like that guy got hired by like eight teams and he was, ta 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 rash, and it just doesn't like it just doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, so, I mean, look, man, like I like fucking Magic had Otis Smith. You know, like I've seen bad GMs. We, Doc Rivers was our GM at one time, and I just. To me, I hope that Daryl Morey left of his own accord and that they didn't force him out, but I doubt that he did. So I was listening when I was listening to
0: the Zach Lowe podcast today, it sounds like all reports were that this was Daryl Morey's decision. Um now I don't disagree. Like it's pretty well known that Tilma Fertita is difficult to work for, and that's an understatement. Um, but my understanding from the situation though is that this was Daryl Morey's decision to make. I mean, he was on he was on the books for five years, and like it's not like they underachieved this year um you know they 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 did make it to the western conference quarterfinals so like um or semifinals finals for part of me but like they didn't underperform i think my understanding is that daryl Morey was just kind of sick of the situation because like for example the cp3 trade was not something he wanted to do it was something that james harden and tim fortino wanted to do he would he would have preferred to keep cp3 you could look at the season and argue i mean cp3 had a phenomenal season and russell westbrook was injury riddled the entirety of the season, but it it sounds like it came down to Daryl Mori basically being like, I need to change the scenery. I'm not feeling this anymore. I don't really enjoy this ownership group anymore. And I don't know I mean I don't know what's next for him. Nikki, what were your thoughts when you uh when you found out the news?
1: Um I when I first heard it, I truly thought that both Dan Tony and Daryl Mori were like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I, wanna, I want to see something new, like try out something new. And just like you said, the owner is world famous for being not like
2: – An absolute cock
1: Yeah, it's like from all accounts, he is not a good person. Uh, he's not easy to work with. He's an asshole, all of these things. Uh, and so, yeah, I think they're probably both like, nah, fuck this, I'm out. Uh, is there any open GM jobs right now? I don't know. I mean,
0: let's let's be very clear. Daryl Morey is not a GM. Dale Daryl Morey will get the highest well, yeah. ranking job that you have in yeah. your president in your of business.
1: basketball. I guess at this point,
2: Sh- sure, but like you 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 give him man. president of basketball operations, and he's also the GM. I mean, like you, that's essentially what you do. You don't really need yeah. to hire an actual GM. And I mean like the report was I read this a day or two days ago or whatever the fuck time is these days um yeah that there are co- there are coaches the report is that there are, there are coaches who are basically like oh Daryl Morey's out I have no interest in coaching here anymore sorry oh I'm sure
0: I'm sure because here's here's the thing and I think like we're not saying anything that's revolutionary but like Daryl Morey like yeah, I don't know why I said it that way. that's nah, a Daryl When moray. your
1: boss is a dick and he prayed all your picks, Daryl Sorry,
0: to be fair, fair Daryl traded those picks. That was not. Yeah, sorry. he traded all those. A picks. Beautiful
2: song. <laughs>
1: beautiful song. And he traded all the. Picks. A beautiful song,
0: nonetheless.
2: When um, your boss is a prick and he some sucks on Trump's dicks, that's Daryl moray Beautiful. Hey, beautiful.
0: Young. <laughs> That's Daryl Morey. Uh so Daryl Morey was like the original kind of like Moneyball style GM in in the NBA. He got brought in right around the same time and he was like I mean, he hosts uh the uh, uh the what the fuck is the name of the conference now? The name is escaping me. That the the conference at MIT. Um holy shit.
1: Ooh, I don't know.
0: Somebody Google it. It's killing me now that I while can't think one of, of you me. guys
1: are googling it, can I just go ahead and point out if we're saying Moneyball style? So Brad, Brad Pitt's probably not going to play Daryl Morey. Who plays Daryl Morey in this situation? <laughs> I can't imagine Brad Pitt's uh, not going to do it again.
0: Somebody bigger, maybe like uh, maybe like a Patton Oswalt.
1: Like <laughs> a Pat, Morey. Uh, Patton Oswalt. I thought Daryl Patton Oswalt's going to do the, Jerry Krause. Also,
0: it's called the Sloan Conference. The Sloan Conference.
1: Sloan MIT, conference.
0: MIT Sloan Business School. I went to MIT. MIT.
1: Dot com to see right <laughs> what <laughs> conference they were in.
2: It's dot edu, Nikki. Read a fucking book, it's a fucking school, you
1: moron. I went to art school and I barely finished yeah. that. All right, Dude. give Any me route. a break.
0: The point that I was trying to make is Dara Mori is a revolutionary gm in the nba i mean the things that they did in houston year after year have influenced many teams throughout the nba for quite some time the rim running the three-point shooting uh uh, even this year going to like small ball like basically an entire starting lineup of guys that were six eight or 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 shorter um you know very switchable like everything every decision that they made was very analytics heavy um and that has then kind of trickle trickle throughout the the entirety of the nba um there's a lot of good things that he did. I think there was a lot of things that, like, I think he sacrificed superstars over like building a culture in Houston, um, which you know he's going to leave them with. With, I mean, he's he's leaving them with in a, in pretty good situation overall. But like, we're maybe a year away from James Harden demanding a trade and going elsewhere. So like, they're, um, yeah. I mean, ultimately, like, now I'm forgetting the point that I was trying to make. But I, I think I'm I'm going to be interested to see like. What he does next, where he goes, there will be openings for him. I'm sure people reached out to him the moment that they found out that he was going to be leaving.
2: Um, because pissed are has, the kings, how pissed are the kings right now that they hired bro, or uh, the Knicks, Mont- the Knicks no, the, Ni- no the Knicks can't be that pissed because Daryl Morey wasn't fucking going there. Yeah. Um, Dude. he's not gonna go from, from working for Tillman for Tita to fucking working for James Dolan. Like you, you just you don't do that. I um, think the difference, the difference between the two though, is like James Dolan,
0: while he is an idiot. Has a track record of letting people do their things. The problem is, he always hires terrible people and then they do their things. And he's like, What happened?
2: And they're like, Well, <laughs> you, hired, you hired an idiot. You hired a Kings hire Monty McNair, right? Yeah, know. that's right. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know who that is, really. So,
1: yeah, I don't know that either. Um, I was gonna say, the, Do the Bulls? He wouldn't go to the Bulls, would he? Because the Bulls uh, technically did get a GM this year.
0: Well, we didn't get a GM. We got a, we got a president of basketball. Well, operation. president of but- basketball. You have to remember yeah. that, like... Hey, uh, Monty...
2: Guy. Fun fact, Monty McNair was the assistant GM to Daryl Morey in Houston. Shocker. Huh. Huh?
0: Shocker. I'm telling you, man. Like, he's he, it, he's going to leave a huge hole for them. Now, the guy who's taken over their position was his general counsel. So, like, it's, it's he's cut from the same cloth. What's going to be interesting is, like, now, to Tad's point earlier, like, they have to hire a head coach. They got to figure out what they want to do with this James Harden-Russell Westbrook duo. We talked a little bit about that last week. Um... It's a huge loss for them like there's just no way around it the other interesting part is like he was able to kind of get past that China stuff with the tweet about you know go you know in support of Hong Kong and so on and so forth um but like you know we talked about it early in the season there's a lot of economic implications to what he did and like granted China ended up coming back and, and airing some of the finals games but like I also wonder if like that could potentially be following him and, and long term hurting his employment uh, potential. I don't thoughts? think so. I, I don't, don't think, think they're, so. they're
2: like the sports is like a, a funny world where you, outside of like Danny Ferry, you know, being like a, just full on racist, um, which makes it hard when your league is dominated by, you know, black players. Uh, sports yeah. are a funny thing where you can, you know, like Bill Burr do, does his podcast and he's like, um, they're like, yeah, this guy's really turned it around. He stopped beating his wife, and he only tested positive for weed. And yeah. it's like, yeah, like that's the shit. Like there, there are so many things you can come back for from in sports, and there are so many owners and 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 you know organizations that that want to win so bad that uh, I I can't um, I can't imagine he won't he won't land somewhere. It won't be it won't be this season. He won't have a job this season. They'll just be on TNT and ESPN and, and you know making. Doing those That'd kinds of things you'd, you'd have to imagine. But I think I think if the Bucks don't get their shit together this season, this coming season and and win for win or win the finals or lose in the finals. If they don't make the finals, I should say. Mm-hmm. Their their GM and coach is probably out. I mean Bud's probably out. I don't even know who is a Bucks GM. I fucking know Monty McNair, but I don't know the fucking Bucks GM. Um <laughs> I I I think uh yeah that's that's true that that's what I'll go with. Uh it's John Horst. I knew that. Um I did actually know that. Uh he cuz he's like the youngest GM in the NBA. Um but uh I could see the Bucks going after him hard. I mean that would be fun cuz then he would be
1: the person to build a team around Giannis. Yeah, I mean
0: that's, that's a what, move to that's, tr- what, that's what everybody's going to fucking do. So like he's yeah. not really standing out by building a team around Giannis. Like
1: no no no, but no. I'm saying that, I think he's he do, the wheel. I think he would do the best.
0: I, yeah, maybe. I mean, look, the one thing that he's shown himself to do or to be capable of is just like he does whatever he has to do to build around his star and he uses analytics to do so. Like he he has revolutionized that style of gming. Um anywho, um yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I will say this, Daryl Daryl Morey, crazy like very charismatic. Like I could definitely see him phenomenal Twitter follow. Yeah. Like I could definitely see him doing media um, in some capacity, um, which is a nice transition to As the next hey, topic.
2: Speaking of media. Um, nice. One last thing to say, God damn it. I'm going to ruin our good transition. It's okay. Just continue, continue. But like we'll what, I gonna, what, what, what I was going to, what I was going to say was that, yes, he like, he's one of those guys who actually, this is a good segue. So here we go. He is one of those guys who can go do the media thing, work, you know, do TNT, do NBA TV, do ESPN you know, whatever it may be, and he can bide his time until the right opportunity comes available, much like recent broadcaster turned New Orleans, New Orleans. Pelicans <laughs> Good, Dad, good man, job. Man, you, get you freaking did it. Look at you. So proud of you.
0: Um, yeah. So to Tad's point, we found out um, late last night um, that Stan Van Gundy has become the coach of the New Orleans Pelicans for the next four seasons. He will step in as their head coach. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Stan Van Gundy's track record, he coached in Detroit most recently. He coached in Orlando prior to that, and he coached in Miami prior to that. Having success in all three locations, um, Detroit was a little bit of a dumpster fire, but that definitely wasn't a coaching-related dumpster fire. It was more of a, he's not good at being the president of
1: basketball operations dumpster fire i was about (laughs) about to say his gm ship again not knowing that that's the wrong position he was like
0: he was like a part of that core group of guys that was like demanding that level of ownership of the team like him doc rivers tibbs like all these there was a couple other guys that like got that level of like ownership when they came into the team and all of them just sucked shit at it
1: it didn't go They were
0: all so bad at it um, it's, it's, I mean, shocker that like, it's difficult to be a coach in the NBA and, and also, uh, do a serviceable job of being a, uh, a GM, which also requires a whole host of, uh, <laughs> dedication to that craft. Um, when you guys found out, Nikki, we'll start with you. You found out about Stan Van Gundy last night. First reaction.
1: Uh, first reaction was, uh, shit. I was really enjoying hearing him commentate. But I think he's going to be able to do good. I mean, that's a great team for him, I think, because that's a lot of young guys who will probably listen to him because he's got a lot of great experience. He's made it to the finals. He's got another young big that he can build a team around in uh, Zion. I almost said Dwight Howard. Wrong. He's also in the South again. I think he does good down there. He, he looks good in Hawaiian shirts and plays well down in the in the hot areas. I think I'm legit happy. I'm, I'm I'm like excited to see how this works. I th- I think this is enough to definitely push them uh, a playoff push. I don't. I think they might be able to make the playoffs this year. Maybe like an eighth or seventh seed. I think Depends. there's a chance. I mean, look, we there's we a knew chance.
0: universally Alvin Gentry bad coach. Yeah, we all knew that.
1: It was apparent. everyone
0: knew that. The, the whole bubble thing was obvious. The only thing that saved his job was the fact that AD basically didn't play in his last season. That's the only thing that kept him his job cuz he was like what am i supposed to do? Well you guys gave me nothing but AD and Drew Holiday. Like that's the only thing that saved his job that season. Otherwise he would have been fucking canned cuz they were yeah. trash before they're trash now. He's a trash coach. Nice guy, great assistant coach, not a good head coach.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tad, yeah. It's good Tad, hire. I'm very sad. He's not going to be calling games anymore. He whines still kind of like, you know, his brother does. Um, but he's not an insufferable fucking ass. Like his, like Jeff is my God, dude. Talk about guys that I used to love listening to Mark Jackson, Jeff, uh, Jeff Van Gundy and Mike Breen. And now I just like, like feel so sorry for Mike Breen that he has to be with those two. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. It's so fucking bad. And Stan Van Gundy during the bubble was such a, breath of fresh air like you could tell the guy really knows the game um, he talks about it at a high level but also breaks it down in a way that the casual fan can understand um, I mean there's a reason why he, he was you know has always been a, a really fucking good head coach um, he is you know one of my favorite coaches obviously like you know I'm a little biased because he, he coached uh, Orlando during you know the 2009 finals run and 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 during uh, our success in the late Two thousands. Um, I also, you know, I hate that he got shafted by Dwight Howard, but I've put the Dwight Howard stuff behind me, as I have noted on this podcast. I was actually rooting for the guy to win a ring, um, so happy for him. Um, Which now that he's yeah, done, it's a it's a good hire. And he's good. He's perfect for that team, and he's he's a good hire for like he's good at connecting with um, with veterans. He is he. I will say one of my biggest hesitations on him is is his his hesitancy to like really like let the leash off of young guys but you know that may have changed so we'll see he doesn't really have an option in New Orleans because they're all fucking young guys save redick and and drew holiday um I am so so happy that him and jJ will be reunited um that makes me that makes me very happy um, yeah man it's, it's a good funny. hire, dude he, he, the, he I, I think. This is the right hire to potentially get them over the hump. Don't go with some up and comer. Don't go go with a, a fucking known commodity who has who has won a lot of games, who has taken teams that were similarly like the magic at one point were sort of in the same boat that the Pelicans were in, and he turned them into a, a perennial contender in the Eastern Conference. I think it's a good hire. I'm a little biased because I love Stan Van Gundy, but yeah
0: i mean at this point it's certifiable right like everywhere he went he's had success
2: even detroit he had success
0: i mean he was a bad gm it's known he gave some stupid money to andre drummond and made that blake griffin trade which was basically a save my job trade and it just didn't work out but he took them from basically a lottery team to the playoffs and and there was a period there where We were like, oh, Detroit, up-and-coming team, Stanley Johnson, Andre Drummond. Like, I don't know if they had Josh Smith at that time. I don't think they did. But, like, they had some pieces where you're like, oh, this is kind of a fun team. Reggie Jackson, like, kind of a fun team. Um, I think they might have had one of the Morris twins too. But, like, he did his job in each situation. The other thing that I really like about Stan Van in this role specifically is if you look at all the locations, maybe not Miami so much, although he kind of unlocked – well, I'm trying to think back to the team that he had there. Cause he didn't. Well, no, he did win the championship with them. No, no, no. That was Pat Riley. Never mind. I digress. Um, but if you look at like he, they, what he did they let him, go.
2: they basically let him go so that right fucking Pat Riley. Can
0: win right. So Pat Riley could take over the team because that was the thing. Stan Van Gundy did all the work with D- D- Dwayne Wade, and then Pat Riley was like, "Oh, we might be able to win a championship with this team." Yeah, I'm, I'm coaching again.
2: There, was, there. there were rumors that he had some friction with Shaq, but that was probably because Stan Van Gundy was like, "Work hard, you lazy piece of shit." Right. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, although Pat Riley like. I mean fucking body fat test every morning.
2: Sure. That's fair. But Pat Riley is one of those guys where like you, you kind of like, it's a little different. Like there's a different respect thing going on there. Yeah, no,
0: I agree. Um, I agree. I, um, well, what I was going to say was like, what I liked about what he did in, in Orlando and to some extent in, in, in Detroit was he runs his offense through his big man. Um, usually like a playmaking big man. So he did it with Hito in Orlando. And now he goes into New Orleans and they have Zion. And Zion is basically Hito. Well, I was gonna say Hito on steroids, but Hito took steroids. So what are better than
2: steroids? Uh double steroids. Uh so, oh, no, 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 dude, Hito Turgle was a a true point forward. Zion Williamson does not have the the handles or the Oh oh yes I, he does. I, I don't oh, yes. know. Oh yes he I does. Coming out know. of college everybody knew that he
0: is a he is a he is a plus playmaker as a power forward. He absolutely yeah. he,
1: he absolutely can pass
2: did. really well from the block. Yeah, he can pass really well but like yeah, I don't know. His I don't know. If I, I feels, love that comparison. I, think, I don't think they're I, I, amazing. I, don't think he's, but they're I don't not think he's
0: dribble, but I wouldn't sit here and say that Hedo was a plus dribbler. That's insane. He was our fucking point guard more or
2: less. Yeah.
0: I don't know that I would call him a, I don't know that he was a playmaker and he was definitely like the offense ran through him, but I wouldn't sit here and say that he was a good ball handler. Um, I don't and, and definitely not better than Zion, like even at best. Anywho, the point that I'm trying to make is I like the situation. I like Stan Van as a, as a coach. He's had success everywhere. Um, and yeah, it's going to suck not to have him, you know, reporting anymore. Cause he was really good at like,
1: Doing yeah, he was awesome doing that shit.
0: Uh, not reporting, but like calling games. But uh, yeah, I think it's a good hire. I think it's a good hire by New Orleans. Um, let's move on because we've only got a couple more minutes left here. A um, couple major coaching hires around the NBA, most notably Ty Lue in L.A., who was the assistant coach for Doc Rivers. I think we all kind of saw that
2: coming. We, um, Ted, Nikki and me. You suggested they were going to run it back. Don't fuck! Don't don't you! Don't you fucking do no, this! I don't
0: mean that. I mean post Doc Rivers. I think one. I said one Doc Rivers. Uh, I mean, once Doc, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I agree. I was very much on the run. It back one more time with Doc Rivers train, but I'm saying, saying right. once once Doc Rivers got
2: let go, the writing. Was I don't know. Much on the I don't wall. know if I believe you or if you're just smartly pivoting here. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just <laughs> like no no no, way, no. What, what I had meant to say was yeah, a Yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 no 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 is yeah yeah. Yeah, wow. I don't know. Yeah, maybe my my screen froze for a second. No, I mean, I think the unanimous like thought process was, all right, Ty going to take over. He's got the head coaching experience with big stars, namely LeB- LeBron, uh, but Kyrie as well. And he's already there. He knows the team. He knows it's the situation. And it happened. Higher. I mean, I agree. I agree. It's a good, it's kinda, it was a, good a no-brainer.
1: Hire. You guys agree with Steve Ballmer saying that Ty Lue is the best coach in the NBA right now?
2: absolutely not no <laughs> yeah right no no it's strong it's a strong statement that's strong shout out shout out to to steve Bomber for you know number one being a an enthusiastic owner i love owners that are not like that don't meddle in the team but are involved in the team like mark cuban you know you love mark right. cuban because he's like at the games you know he's yelling at the officials you're like mark cuban he's just like me You You know, and and Steve Ballmer is like a a Mark Cuban ratcheted up to 11, just like legitimately (laughs) insane person. It's Mark Cuban with three times the amount of
1: cocaine. Right. (laughs) It's crazy. Also, I know
0: this wasn't on the rundown and started to interrupt. Shout out to Mark Cuban for putting Delonte West in rehab. You're the fucking best.
1: That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That was really nice to see. Yeah. Like
2: Mark Cuban, by all accounts, seems like a a pretty good um, person overall. fuck man i had a point i was gonna make what we're, what were we talking <laughs> about we're talking about Ty, Ty we we're Rune. talking about uh, did you see Ty the thing Lue, that Tristan Steve thompson Palmer. said um about tyloo he I was know. basically like you know when he, he tyron he was like when when tyloo was in cleveland you know during the regular season he was basically just kind of like yeah we could do whatever the fuck we want to do like you know like we're gonna win games like we're gonna you know make the playoffs and then he said basically in the in the playoffs like he was locked in like dialing up plays like you know, like actually, like really, like he said he like was really, really like intensely focused. Good in-game coach. Um, I think Ty Lu gets a bad rep just because he gets memed with like the faces he makes and stuff, and and people kind of forget that he is actually a, le- a legitimately good coach. Um, he legit though does actually legitimately look like a fish out of water at all points
1: in time. Yeah, That's like why a large he, mouth he, bass. <laughs> yeah, he's just always like. is such a weird thing to say about someone but he does look like
0: that so mouth, i think that's like, what, uh, who, who are you to say something by the way you fucking mouth breathing oh, motherfucker i know that I, so. I know you that
1: biggest, you, i'm not acting like i'm not in that but i you i'm
0: bo are the two people that i know that have like the biggest mouth breathing problems i've ever seen you you <laughs> bo and Bubba gump that's the fucking uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> can we wait there's one that always got me and I, i'm just curious to know what you guys think about this but uh Avery Johnson Looks like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> no. Yeah, bro. No, no if anything, yeah. he
0: looks like Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's real. He looks like Splinter. He's small. You know, It's like kind of Weasley looking. Yeah, he looks like Splinter.
2: Yeah. Fine. I always thought Ninja Turtle, but fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> part, not every part of of job who's was done, like a, done a good job at, at the University <laughs> of Alabama.
0: And who was um, Nikki, weirdly
2: my favorite player on those championship Spurs teams?
0: Hard not to be, bro. Hard not to be. Yeah. Um, Nikki, thoughts? Any additional thoughts on the uh, Ty Lue Um, uh,
1: yeah, like I, like I, I called it. It makes sense. It's I, I truly think at, Ty Lue now is like one of those coaches that I feel uh, Jason Kidd is like that, or like um, I bet you Chauncey Billups ends up being one of those types of coaches where they're an assistant coach. Just in case the head coach needs to go, because then they're ready to go. You can just bring them right in. They already know the system. Because yeah. like if Frank Vogel didn't do that, like if the Lakers didn't do what they did this year, if they ended up getting like the the sixth seed or something and just playing okay, Frank Vogel's gone. Tyloo comes in. You know, I mean, not Tyloo, Jason Kidd.
0: Hey, Kidd, yeah, I was gonna say that. uh, <laughs>
1: that's what I meant to say. Jason Kidd, um, yeah. And I feel like that's what Ty was doing when he signed with the Clippers. It's like, look, Doc Rivers has been here for a fucking long time. And if he still can't get us to the promised land, we're dragging you in. And he's like, I got this. Let's do this. Yeah.
0: I mean, a lot of teams do that, right? Like, they bring on, like, high-profile assistant coaches. You have to, just in case. I
2: mean, you you can make the case that that's what – that that's what uh, the the Lakers did with 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 J. Kidd. Yeah,
0: yeah that's I it. Mean, that's exactly who I can't
2: mention without mentioning that he's a scumbag. Terrible there person. you
0: go. There it is. A um, couple other hires around the NBA. I guess the only really like notable one is the the Indiana Pacers hired the Toronto uh, Raptors assistant coach whose name is escaping me right now, but I will find it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. His I name. Don't is so. Nate Bjor, Bjorken. Bjorkin? Björkin. Can't pronounce it. I'm assuming it's Swedish. Um
1: it's it's, it's uh, Björkin, like uh I bought my girlfriend a björkin bag.
0: Björken, björkin.
1: Um
0: I I don't know much about the guy. He closed the neck there. It's sound it's a good I'm, hire. I just,
2: hold on. I, I, I wanted to, I was waiting to see if you were guys. We're gonna keep going. It's fucking Bjorkin. Bjorkin. Yeah, oh, you crushed it. Yeah, you fucking crushed it. Bjorkren. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I left yeah. out the R when I said Gen. It's Bjorkren. Yeah. Yeah. I left yeah. out Bjorgren. the R. You crashed. Bjorkren? I mean, I was close. Like, I a the R. like a fjord, you know? Yeah. Bjor- Bjorkren. Bjorkren. Oh, no. He's from fucking Iowa. You put some goddamn respect on his name. Is he actually? Yes, he's from Storm Lake, Iowa, which is in the northwest corner of the state. Oh. That actually checks out because uh, um, yeah, Nurse I'm gonna trust I'm going trust
1: Ted on that.
0: Also from Iowa. Um, uh. know, seems like a good hire. Seems like uh, I mean the assistant coach for the Raptors, Coach Under Nick Nurse, who is one of the top three, if not the best coach in the NBA currently. Um, good hire. I mean, thoughts on the hire?
2: It might work out. It might not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not yeah.
1: I, I don't also know. don't know. I don't know. Yo, who's gonna be? Because like it seems like they're saying Oladipo oh, is probably gonna be gone.
0: I've heard that too. It seems like you really love um, to get out of there.
1: Back to Orlando. Back to Orlando. <laughs> back. I, to well, Orlando. I saw I saw a different Florida team on the Victor, agenda.
2: Victor Orlando
1: Depot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I saw that
1: they he, they were saying maybe he goes to the Heat. I saw um, that too.
2: The thing is, they don't. That's not. A, I don't think that's a good. You have him. You have Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. That's Butler. what Victor Orlando Depot is.
0: Yeah, yeah, but Victor similar. can stretch the floor way more than Jimmy. Bubba yes, can. he's and a way a better secondary three point score, shooter. Uh, you know, after Bam, of course, but
1: he's more of the he would be more of the primary ball handler, and then I guess you just have like Tyler Hero out there with him. Surround yeah. Jimmy with people who can shoot because Jimmy exactly. cannot shoot three pointers. He can shoot two pointers. He can he can dunk the ball. He can pass, but he can't shoot threes very well. Yeah, but I don't know. There's been a couple of like rumors of. Sorry to change the subject. But there's been a couple of rumors of like players going to places where I'm like, would that even work? Like, I saw a thing that Jay Crowder might be going to the Bucks. Like, that was someone that they were thinking of targeting. Would that it work? Un- un-
2: they, have, like, yeah. they have so many guys that offer that—not as good defenders, but like so many guys that that just like that have that skill set that like Jay Crowder does. Like, I, I just, yeah. I, I don't. I don't see the, the need
1: yeah i mean um, that's why it's weird seeing those things the okay. ones i did like was seeing a trade for either buddy heel or uh uh bogdan bogdanovich for like eric bledsoe
0: i mean they're not getting rid of bogdan but buddy yeah. Heal, i think
2: we'll probably get he'll i think he's, he's gonna be gone by the end of this Awesome, buddy. I hope yeah. he ends up somewhere. Good. He could come to Orlando. We'll trade you Evan Fournier straight up. Um, <laughs> really? Um, yeah, that I'll honestly, wow. trade Evan Fournier straight up for the garbage can in your fucking locker room. Talk about a guy that just puts up big numbers when it doesn't fucking matter. And then everybody's like, well, look at his averages. He's pretty good. No, fuck you. I watch all the games. He stinks. Um, <laughs> I did want to say this, though, because we're talking about Jimmy Butler, and I did not add this to the rundown, but I thought it would just be a fun little topic to end our show on today. Uh, But did you guys see the thing from uh, yesterday uh, that uh, during the 2016 Olympics, uh, some NBA stars attended a brothel in Brazil, and apparently the woman that was with Jimmy Butler requested the week off of work following her encounter with him
0: i've heard this story i've heard this story
2: so she was amazed by his uh we'll say athletic prowess
0: <laughs> his mamba uh, uh God. he was
2: amazed by his black mamba that's yeah. it we're Man. out <laughs> yeah. that's
0: it. all right uh let's plug and let's wrap this shit up
2: Follow me on Twitter at tad hall underscore and follow me on Instagram at tad dot hall. That's T as in Tom, A is in Apple, D as in dog dot like a period. H is in Homer. A as in Apple. L is in let's go. L is in let's go. This is all good. Thank you. This is all good.
1: Okay. Uh you can follow me at Oh, wait, Nicky and you can follow me at,
2: oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode if Nikki and I didn't that's talk at the same time. So I had to do We didn't do it at all. So I had to do it at that one time. That's true.
1: We were doing a pretty good job there.
2: You definitely did do it at all. um Nicholas, you can follow me at Nikki
0: Palooza. All right. You can follow me at J underscore Hilas <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, and Twitter, and facebook make sure and give the podcast a five-star rating and review we greatly appreciate it not sure when we're going to be coming back uh we'll probably take a week or two off depending on if there are any major uh news stories that come out uh but otherwise you probably won't hear us again until around draft time um all right well for tad for nikki for jay this has been mbj we're out bye